to Sufficiently Afflicted, the podcast that aims to help us and you. If you like what you hear, let us know. You can find us on outplayed.com. There is no... You're listening to the Random Roll Radio Show, an Outplay production. To find out more about the cast, characters, or the world we're building together, go to randomrollradio.com. Tonight's episode is paid for by listeners like you. If you want to help support the show, leave us a review or go to patreon.com slash outplayedproductions. And remember, there is no E in Outplayed. Now please enjoy tonight's episode of the Random Roll Radio Show. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Random Roll Radio Show. My name is Corey. I'm Larson. I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Duff. And I'm going to be straight up with you guys. We had this really cool opening earlier, and then we we lost it. We had to redo this. Yeah. So now you don't get the magic. I'm sorry. My bad. For even telling you that the magic yeah, no, Nothing like being told that they can't have something. That's, that's a great way to open a show up. Well, at least we're going to give them an hour's worth of entertainment from this point forward. 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> I think what we should do is that since we can't, we can't recapture it. I think that maybe uh, it should be like uh, tribute. We redo it. This is not the greatest opening in the world. This is just a tribute to the greatest opening. I know exactly what we'll do. We need to do three minutes of silence in memory. (laughs) You you do realize he's going to truncate that silence, anyways, right? (laughs) (laughs) Very heavy handed. This is not the greatest cast in the world. No. No, this is just a tribute. There you, well, there you go. go. That that was good enough. We don't need the silence now. <laughs> Probably better than the original. I still don't know why you're not playing a bard. <laughs> oh, he might be before this is over. <laughs> I, thought oh, we're going, I thought we were going shopping in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's, a, that's, a, that's a contact sport, shopping. Was it Black Friday up in here? <laughs> yeah, it's always Black Friday in Absalom. I told you what gold you had. I didn't say we were going shopping. You do that off uh, cast. We are in a position where you've now rescued the laborers at the Dragonfly Pagoda, and you need to talk to them. Remember, you're trying to figure out where the missing stonemasons went. That's the only lead you had. You've been given a task by Lavarsis and Allo to find all these missing people, and you only know that these stonemasons went missing and that these laborers that you've rescued might be able to help you with that. So I have a question, and this is purely for the listeners, because I'm definitely, I got all my notes here and everything. Can you just read to me what Allo said about the stonemasons? Again, for the listeners, because I've totally got it. (laughs) Well, Allo didn't say much. It was just that there were a bunch of missing people, and that the the stonemasons- But he had papers, specifically. Yeah, yeah. so he, he knew that all these people that have gone missing are from outside of Absalom, and the only ones that we know have any connection- that you haven't already spoken to. So, you know, Minera from and, uh, and Knight Archibald Knight went missing from Knight's Marvelous Menagerie, but we don't know if they just left, they were having some sort of an affair, if they were just gone. So that lead was kind of a dead end. You got a bunch of other names. Almost all of them are dead ends because they're just visitors and we don't really know anything about them. But we do know that these stonemasons did work with the laborers at the Dragonfly Pagoda, so there are at least people that had some contact with them before they went missing. You were interrupted because when you got to the Dragonfly Pagoda, 
there was a hostage crisis, which you handled very well, actually. So now you got to deal with some of the fallout of that. You got to figure out, do the kobolds know anything? Well, is it related? Is, is them going missing related to the kobolds? Is it something altogether different? You have a chance to talk to the laborers. And hopefully that'll give you a little bit of direction. And Ama Yomi was the one who reported this, the, the missing, right? Correct. And if I recall, she has a list of their names. She does. She does. Which I think we already had. Yeah. A list of their names and a list of the laborers' names. Just because there's been some confusion, I've used, gone back and forth. The missing people are stonemasons, specialist stonemasons from Minkai. And then there are the people that were taken hostage were laborers that are also originally from Minkai. But they would be less skilled workers than the those stonemasons. All right, guys. So uh, we are obviously ex- experts at this and know exactly what to do. So, uh, you know, what, what, why do you take away, I'll go. All I know is I, we, we still stood in here. Uh, Rick, Rick, who are we supposed to turn the guy over to? Uh, is anybody, <laughs> no backup, right? <laughs> that is a lady. What's a lady? What you talk about? Rekka Rek, it's a girl. Oh, uh, okay. My mistake. That's what I heard. Okay, well. I, I, yeah, that's what they called her. Okay, then, uh, why we, we, we don't know who's going to take this gal away. Well, let's uh, let's walk outside the pagoda. Like every time we finish something like this, usually backup shows up as we're leaving with the people in handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, maybe we go talk to Ama again, the chief architect. Maybe she uh, knows somebody. We we still gotta talk to all these uh, these worker guys. Yeah. Does anybody have any like rope that we can kind of link all these cobbles together and kind of daisy chain them all the way back to uh, the edge watch? Yeah, actually, I I do. Uh, not great at the knot tie-in, though, so I'll provide the rope if someone provides the labor. Actually, I believe, Akua, weren't you like a sailor or something? No, I was no sailor, but I was a, I was a hunter. I, I got plenty plenty experience with knots. Yeah, I can I can tie them all up real good. <laughs> yeah, let's tie them up now. Would you like to roll to see how well you tie? No, I'm, I'm not going to make you roll. I'm going to assume that you can do that just fine. Okay, so I'll take the, the rope from, from Cal. And uh, I'm looking at right now. We've only got what Rekarek, uh, Ed, the other guy, and the two unconscious guys, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, Skerix is still there. You haven't put Skerix under arrest. You've got the three un- unconscious. Well, Rekarek was woken up and then knocked unconscious again. It's the third time Rekarek's been knocked unconscious. Um, <laughs> but uh, you've got Ama in the room with you, and you've got Skerix and Skerix's guard. And then the uh, four kobolds you have locked up. So I think uh, I think that's what we'll do. Uh, Ag- Ago and Frost will kind of unchain them one by one from the lattice and then tie them up around the waist so that uh, they're all connected to each other. Okay. Hey, you guys don't move. You're going to just follow our commands now, right? And the, there's no response from them. They're just all kind of glaring ahead. <laughs> I figure so they're still unconscious. <laughs> there's no response. They're they're out cold. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed that you woke at least one of them up to get them out of there, but if you left them unconscious, then there's just the one that is awake. I think by this time they're coming around. We'll do what we have to to wake them up. It would be hard to march them back to Edgewatch Station if they were all unconscious. So I will treat wounds as needed um, to bring them up above, you know, above wounded condition. Yep. Okay, so 
to my knowledge, Recorec was unconscious. Uh, that's the only one that we really have to do, or is it still the other? There the were a couple guys? unconscious, but you don't even. I mean, you don't even have to roll on this. I'm just going to say that that you you heal them up as necessary to be able right. to. You know, in in a in a sense, the Edge Watch is also the like the paramedics and the watch and the, like it's everything. So presumably, you've got them under arrest. You're tying them up. You you can treat their wounds to get them back to to a position you can move them. It might behoove us to transition to the actual reason that we were here. We weren't here to beat up on kobolds. We were here to talk to the the laborers uh, to find out. Yeah, and, and Ama is the one who reported the folks missing, right? So, yeah, it may be time for us to transition. And I, I you know, Frost and, and Ago are, are busy uh, chaining these guys together and waking everybody up. But it might be worth saying, hey, now that we're awesome with you, Ama, Give us the details on what the fuck. Yeah, uh, Jeremy, you cool with helping me with that? Like, back and forth? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Sounds like it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that. I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> I'm a... <laughs> well, oh, charisma. Just down three points right there with that. <laughs> So, Ama, can can we have a word with you now that we've taken care of uh, what it was you wanted us to take care of? And Cal motions to Argo dragging out a whole line of prisoners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, of course. So, as we alluded to before, the actual reason that we came here was not for the hostage situation, which we didn't know was happening. Uh, there are some missing workers. I believe you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, the stonemasons. I reported them missing the other day. Right. Well, it's our intention to look into this for you. And we're hoping that you could give us just anything else to go on. I cannot, but perhaps the uh, the laborers you rescued could help. Argo, be quiet. <laughs> I was just thinking about you. Oh, uh, something that come to me. Uh, how long ago did you report them missing? How long have they been gone? Two days. Ama, is there anything you can tell us about the nature of the disappearance? Maybe, you know, were there any signs that they just left, or was there any signs of they were taken? I'm not sure. I, again, the, the people you want to speak to about this are the, the the laborers that you just rescued. They know much more. I, I reported names, but I don't know much about the situation, or uh, the, the laborers had talked a bit about it, but the information that I have is just that they didn't show up for work. All right, that's that's fair. We're definitely going to talk to them as well. However, as their employer, you may have some information uh, that we need yet. Do you know where they were staying? I don't. I know that they were uh, staying in in hotels or inns, but I don't know where. All right. Well, uh, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for helping us here. Uh, real quick. Uh... Would you mind accompanying Skerrigs to uh, Edgewatch headquarters? He might need the you to uh, agree, or at least let them know what uh, you guys discussed about uh, not wanting to press charges. He he's he's gonna need some some help. And Ama looks around like, oh, I don't really have time for that. But uh, she she looks at you and she nods. Yes. Uh, I- Hopefully it will be quick. We, we, we as a, as you know, we we were already behind and we lost more time with this. But, but anything uh, to get this sorted quickly. 
I appreciate that. Where are the uh, these uh, laborers that we're supposed to talk to? They're, they're still here, right? Yeah, you sent them out. Ama sent them out the, the front door, presumably using uh, Cal's direction not to step on any traps and get boiled. So as uh, Frost and Agro drag the, the kobolds out into the, uh, the, the open air, I mean, are the labor, are the other workers all standing around out there? Uh, what's the status? Because, I mean, this is kind of a, a sensitive thing. We, we, you know, we ferry them past all of the traps, and now we get them out into, into the clear daylight again. And uh, presumably, it's not as if the city has gone away. No, I, I mean, as, as you get them out the door, the guy that you gave the copper to is walking back with a couple of Edgewatch agents. That that was that was nice. You're, you were right, Larson. <laughs> There's your backup, uh, just in time. And you know, if it had taken you an extra couple hours inside the Dragonfly Pagoda, these guys would have taken an extra couple hours to arrive. Um, but here they are, luckily. So uh, just a couple of, uh, of agents, junior agents like yourselves, uh, show up with the man that you sent off to, to go get some help. Hey, Frost, you, guys, you, you can handle these guys for, for one second. I gotta go talk to our guy over there. Sure, I got him. All right. And I walk over to the laborer, and uh, I dig around in my, in my pouch, pull out five more uh, copper pennies. I can't remember what we call them here in Absalom. And uh, I'll, I'll say, you are a good guy. Thank you very much for doing this. No problem. Thank you. Anything to help. And I'll turn to the other two, uh, the two edge watch, the junior agents that have come up and say, We are, I don't know you guys. Uh, my name is Argo Ishlada. I'm a part of uh, the watch section on duty here. We got uh, all sorts of problems. Uh, maybe you can help us out? Yeah, what do you need? Well, you see those guys over there? And I point a thumb over my shoulder at the uh, the crew that Frost is standing with. I tell you what, why don't you come over here? We'll, we'll all talk together with Frost and we'll get these guys. These guys need to go down to Edgewatch headquarters and we still got to work on talking to some, some other workers and, and taking other sorts of reports and stuff. We really need somebody who can take these guys to headquarters though. Think you can do that? Yeah, uh, we got you. We can we can do that for sure. And the the two are uh, a human and a goblin. Awesome sauce. The human you would know as Clifton Court, a human wizard, and the goblin is a fighter. She is Posgot. So we would know that those are guys that are in our same watch. Yeah, yeah. Squad. They're people. Right. They're people that you're familiar with. You've okay. seen them before. Right. Yeah, they also work for, for, for Shepard and, and all of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So I bring those guys over to you. Frost, uh, these guys going to take these guys down to the Edgewatch headquarters. Uh, we can stay here and talk to everybody else, you know? Hey, thanks, Clifton. Uh, Paz guy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, <laughs> been better. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It, what happened in there? Well, these uh, fine kobolds here decided to take the uh, entire pagoda under under arms and uh, took some hostages, but, uh, you know, we took care of it. Ah, that's fucking cool. I wish I was here. Uh, I never get sent on anything good. They had me out at the stockyard. I totally wish you two had been here. Also, uh, we, we, we are asking for for backup to come and go in there, because we never, we never know how to do this with the hostage stuff. Uh, it was a big fight. And you can see that I'm still extremely beat up looking. Yeah, careful what you wish for. And <laughs> Cal grabs Ago by the shoulders. He's like, he's not normally this ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear like the the goblin titter, and the wizard behind just sort of smiles. Uh, Clifton, the wizard, 
It says, Pazgat's always looking for, looking for a fight, aren't you, Pazgat? Yeah, yeah. Why don't we just help these guys out? They obviously have a, bit, a bunch of work to do around here. We'll get, we'll get them back. You guys don't have to worry. We'll get these guys back to the station, get them booked up with Shepard. He's the one that sent us out over this way. And uh, I guess it, it, they'll be interrogated by people that are above our pay grade. <laughs> yeah, I hear above that. ours too. Hey, uh, you mind if we are? Uh, you guys got any handcuffs on you? Yeah, I got uh, my pair. And he, Clifton reaches in and grabs him. Paz got does the same. You, you mind if we uh, change them out? Cause uh, the uh, Frost and me, we uh, we ought to use up all of our handcuffs on these guys. Yeah, not point to the guys where they're still manacled. Yeah, I, I guess that'd be okay. So, uh, yeah, the, the ones that we have tied up, all these kobolds, uh, take them in and book them for some serious crimes. We'll fill out the paperwork later. But uh, this other set of kobolds behind us, the yellow one and the uh, the very nice-dressed lady, they have something completely different. Uh, Ama, she'll explain it to uh, Shepard when she gets there, but they are not to be uh, arrested right away. <laughs> I like that. You're under arrest for some serious <laughs> shit. <laughs> Welcome for some serious crime. Well, you know, like they're not going to treat a cut purse the same way they're going to treat uh, somebody who's killed a bunch of people. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to hearing the story in the in the Tipsy Tango. Maybe maybe you guys could drop by later and and tell us what went down. But f- for now, we'll just get them back there and and lock them up. And you say the the uh, the yellow kobold there and and those those guards around her, they're fine. We don't have to take them in. Uh, well, fine is, it's it's a gray area, and it, like you said, it's so far above our pay grade, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, they really need to just figure that out, man. It's it's over our heads. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll get them there, and, and I guess thanks for the work you guys are doing. It seems like uh, you guys have had some exciting days lately. I, I'm looking forward to hearing the story about the, uh, the menagerie there. Been yeah. hearing, hearing talk around the place. That was, that was just yesterday. No, two days ago. What? I mean, what kind of crazy adventures are you guys getting up to? We 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 saw nothing. We've just been shoveling shit in the stockyard. I could do with a day in the stockyard. That would be very good. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what. We owe you one though. If you take these guys back, we owe you. I owe, definitely owe you more of a story and uh, maybe a couple drink. Yeah. That's that's a deal. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll we'll get them there. Don't worry. We got you, Argo. Thank you very much. And they move off. Clifton goes and has a quick chat with Ama and they start walking off with the kobolds who clearly don't really want to move, but you see Paz got kind of like brandishing the sword every now and then, uh, yelling something. You can't quite hear because they're 201 yards away at this point. <laughs> um, but uh, they're, they're moving on and and you don't have to deal with them right now. They'll, they'll be waiting for you at the Edgewatch headquarters. You know, it's really weird, Ago, how Wherever we are, there's a lot of shit going down. But wherever they are, there's nothing. I don't make no sense to me. I tell you what, why? Uh, oh, it's been nothing but getting beat up all, all the time now. Every day, I go home and I feel like I just been hit by uh, by a uh, by kicked by by a horse or something. You know? Well, it's not over yet, buddy. We still have some people to interrogate. Uh, okay. <laughs> Cal very aggressively flips to a new page of his notebook. Licks his finger. <laughs> Licks the pencil. <laughs> yeah. Frost derails us because he says that you can't be kicked by a horse because there's no horses in Absalom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ah, it's a good yeah, point. Yeah, no, if you, if you read the guide. Yeah. Did you go online and read the guide? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, told you derailed. Are you, sure, you sure it wasn't an axe beak? Uh, probably <laughs> wasn't an axe beak, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Much more likely, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Canonically. <laughs> I get the feeling right. people are right now going, what the heck are they talking about? Uh, horses are rare in Absalom. They exist, but yeah, you're not likely to be kicked by one. <laughs> I think people are thinking nothing because that's getting cut out. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case the infectious laughter has to stay, I wanted to explain it. <laughs> well, now I'm keeping it. <laughs> you swayed me. Cal moves over to uh, just, I guess, the closest laborer. I nudge Cal and I say, hey, maybe we talk to that guy, the fat one, who was had the knife to his throat. What'd you think? I think we just all split up and interrogate separately, compare notes afterwards. Okay. Yeah, that worked for me. Feels harsh that you guys are going to interrogate these guys who were just hostages for a minute. I... We're gonna take the we're gonna take the reports, the story. I got you. You got. Yeah. We're gonna interview. Yeah, I think we're taking statements. We're gonna interview them. I'm I'm imagining Cal like holding the guy down, bomb in his hand, like, <laughs> what did you see? In an Irish accent. No, no, no. I'm gonna give him a lemonade and a blanket. <laughs> That'll go well. That's what you do with every survivor of of every single disaster. Is you hand them a lemonade and a blanket. You don't hand them the bla- blanket. They're sitting down and you put it around their shoulders. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm with you. All right. So uh, there are six of these laborers in total. Uh, are you going to split up and talk to different ones, or are you going to... I would like to. Okay. I think so. Frost will uh, walk up to one of the hostages and start questioning him. Previous hostage. We're not I was going to say... Well, well, to be fair, we're not letting them go home. Like, if I was a hostage <laughs> and I was finally released, and then someone's like, no, you guys hang out here for, like, a good couple of hours while we ask you a bunch of questions. I'm like, no, fuck you guys, I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> especially since we're going to be asking them questions about it has nothing to do with what they just went through. So that's going to be fun. You are approaching a blue-eyed male laborer. How's it going? Uh, are you are you okay from from all the, the ruckus over there? As well as you can expect. Tell me, uh, what's, uh, what's, what's your name? Zio? Well, Zio, I'm, I'm Frost from the Edgewatch. We, uh, we protect the uh, the fairgrounds as best we can, and the whole uh, precipice corner. Uh, we we actually came here not to rescue you guys, just because we didn't know it was happening at the time. But uh, we actually came here to look into the disappearance of uh, a few of your friends. Uh, a take a uh, There's a Rajo, a Salo, Nakura, and a Suma. Yes, I. I think I know who you're talking about. I, I, I do apologize for my pronunciations. Uh, I, I'm not quite familiar with your, your culture. That's that's all right. When did they go missing? I guess they didn't show up for work a couple days ago. We work different shifts, so I, I, th- I think they didn't show up uh, two days ago. Okay. And uh, do you know where they were staying? I know that they... They weren't happy with where they were staying, but uh, I don't know exactly where they were staying. Was uh, do you know if it was close by, far away, somewhere in the precipice quarter? I'm I'm not sure exactly where. Do you know why they weren't happy staying there? I th- somebody told me that they thought that they were it was beneath them. Okay, and then uh, can you think of any any reason someone would want to make sure that they disappeared or to harm them in some way? 
not that I can can think of. Some of them were between you and me. They they, were, they could be dicks, but uh, not not enough that anybody would want to harm them. I don't I don't think. If being a dick was a reason to kill somebody, I sure wouldn't be here with you today. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I guess there there are quite a few in 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 this situation. We're quite quite behind on our building here, and it's bringing out the worst in a lot of people. Ago is now going to walk over to the the more rotund of them, the heavier set guy, um, who's been through a lot, who had the knife being held to his throat. Walk up to him and say, "Hey, you there? You got a minute?" I guess. What a day it's been. Yeah, you got that right. And I gesture to the just the poor state of my uniform. I'm all scuffed up and and beat down still. I'm still bleeding from a, a wound on my face, and I sort of. Sop that up a little bit, and I take out my little notepad and uh, my pen, and I say, Yeah, it's been a very bad day. Uh, I'm sorry for you have to go through all of that. But, uh, you know, I got to ask you some some questions about that. But mostly, I uh, I got to ask you about something completely different. You okay with that? Hey, you saved my life. Uh, so, yeah, you can ask what... Hopefully, I have answers. Yeah, okay. Thank you very that for that, you know. Uh, my name is Ago Ishlada. Uh, we are here with the Edgewatch. Not only for rescue, but also for find out what happened to some guys who go missing. But first, now I now you know my name. What's your, what is your name? My name's Yuto. Yuto. I say it could be good to meet you, but I would prefer to meet you when we are eating food or something. You know, not the he, not the day like the day. Yeah, and he looks back at you with these. He's got these red orange eyes, uh, and he just kind of drops his head a little bit. Now we figure out who are all the kobolds, and they uh, they hold up. They're all going to go to the to, to, to jail or something like that. I don't know. They're going to go back to Edgewatch headquarters. You don't have to worry about them no more. You're safe now. So we got that. Thank you. That, but I got to I got to ask you about uh, some other things. A couple days ago, uh, Ama Yoomi, the chief architect, she told us that uh, Edgewatch, that uh, several people are missing. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, some of the, the stonemasons from the day shift. Yeah. Uh, and you work uh, with the, the night shift or you day shift? I'm I'm night shift. Oh, well, it's a bad time to be out in the day then. <laughs> Sorry, you're not going to sleep. We didn't we didn't get much sleep last night. Uh, hopefully, Alma will understand if we don't come in. Yeah, I hope so too. For you. By the way, did you, did you know the guys that got missing? I knew them by my name, by reputation, but generally the laborers don't associate with the stonemason. Oh, okay. They higher up than you? These stonemasons? Yeah, they're uh, they're too good for us. Oh, <laughs> trust me, I know about that kind of stuff. Too good, yeah. My boss, he too good to walk around like I am. I walk around. One thing I gotta ask, do you know where they live? They they would be put up in quarters in the precipice quarter. Hama would have probably set something up for them. I, I'm not sure exactly where. Again, I, I, I didn't associate with them, so I don't know exactly where they live. I know they didn't like their quarters. Ah, okay. Okay. Well, I got your name, Yuto. You've been very helpful. Thank you very much. No problem. Can Thank I you. hold out my Thank hand you. for him to shake? And he, he holds his hand out and shakes. And I turn and walk back to the other guys. And I say, over as I turn away, I'll say, Hopefully you get the time to have some sleep and uh, rest up. Take care now. Thank you. And he bows a little bit to, towards you. And I'll start heading back towards the other guys. Cal goes up to another one of the laborers. Uh, he's very matter-of-fact, uh, way less small-talky than the other guys. Cal's getting tired. Hey, 
Couple questions for you. Stonemasons. I know you work with them. Are you on the same shift? Do they leave the same time as you? This is uh, a female laborer, Violet Eyes. No, no, I, uh, I, I don't know them well. I, I, I know that they, uh, they were complaining the other night. Somebody was talking about them complaining about the, their, their housing, and that they were gonna go and talk to, Jeremy about that. Uh, but, but that's all I know. Wait, back up. They're, they're talking to who? Jer, German, German Hoff. All right, German Hoff. Uh, who's that exactly? Ama's got some sort of relationship. I don't know much. I know some sort of power broker. I don't know much about him. He's important in Absalom. Uh, we laborers, <laughs> it's a little bit above our pay grade. All right, uh, back to the shift. So you're saying uh, you didn't work the same shift. Did they leave before you? Yeah, they, they work during the day. We're, we're night shift. All right, did you ever see what direction uh, they either uh, came to work from or left work to go to? I think they, they came from the main area, the, the precipice quarter. They would have been housed with other workers. As far as where they went, it was at the end of the shift. Oh, what was that? Two, three nights ago, I heard them at the end of the shift on their way out saying that they were they were going to talk to Jeremy because the place they were staying was a shithole. All right, you've been very helpful. I didn't catch your name. What was that? It's Etsu. Etsu. Etsu Saito. Thank you, Etsu. I'll tell you what, everything you've been through today... Go get some rest. Thank you. Thank you for helping us. I was very concerned there for a while. Well, thank you for helping me. You're welcome. Quinn is going to approach another laborer. This one looks back at Quinn with orange eyes. Hey, bud. How you doing? I'm I'm all right. How are you? Not bad. You, uh, you hurt. I'm a little banged up myself. Uh, yeah, they uh, had the knife to my throat there for a little bit. It was pretty scary. Thank you. Uh, I'm not sure how it would have gone if you hadn't shown up. Oh, yeah, no problem. I mean, that sucks, but, uh... <laughs> so, I've been hearing a little bit about these, uh, stonemason dickheads. Uh, what do you know about them? <laughs> Just, they're specialists from, from Minkai. A lot of money was spent to get them here, and I guess they think that they're better than the rest of us. They went missing the other night, I heard. Well, well what do you think? They, they do good work? Are they worth the, uh... Are they worth the scratch? Ah, they're they're the the best. No expense was spared by the Empire for this for this building. It's behind, but they were doing beautiful work. I, I you wouldn't have had much time to see it while you were working working your way through. But uh, there's some beautiful work in there. So yeah, they're they're worth the money. They'll let you know it too. Bunch of fancy pantses. You uh you happen to know where they hang out after work? No, they they kept to themselves for the most part. They uh, apparently after their shift they would head off to wherever it is they're accommodated somewhere in the precipice quarter and and uh, I don't know do stonemason things. I, I don't know what stonemasons do for fun, but uh, I I know they didn't really like where they were staying. It's n- no secret that they felt that they were too good for the the lodgings that are the kind of thing that we have. But I don't I don't know really a lot about them other than that. Well, you know, Preston's quarter, you know, it was, it was underwater like a little bit ago. It's, you know, we're coming up. It's all right. I have no complaints. My my lodgings are fine, but uh, I, I'm not a, a famous stonemason from Minkai, so I'm just a regular old laborer, been here for a while, and we don't get the same treatment. If it had been stonemasons in there uh, that were 
taken hostage, I guarantee you it wouldn't have taken, and this isn't a criti criticism of you, I'm very appreciative of the help you, you brought us, but we were in there for hours before you guys got here, and I can guarantee you if it was the stonemasons, they wouldn't have been waiting hours. Yeah, that, uh, that Alma, she called us, but seems like it was a little bit after the fact. What do you think about her? She, she's, uh, she's got a tough, tough job. She tries to do right by us, but I don't know. I mean, it sounds like what she was doing with the kobolds was pretty dirty, but that's, that's just something that we don't deal with. I know she, she made some sort of deal with, uh, Jeremy Hoff about that. We hear, we hear words. I know that that's the stonemasons. There was money past hands, something, I don't know. I just know that there's uh, a lot going on with Amma that's way beyond, way beyond my concern. That stuff gets a little political and I try to keep my nose out of that. Oh no, that's, that's, that's absolutely fine. You, uh, you, you seen anybody else around here recently? Somebody you don't know? No, just the, I mean, those kobolds, I, I didn't recognize many of them. Obviously the ones that we were with, we've, we've worked with for the last little while, but, uh, I haven't noticed anybody like sneaking around, you mean like sneaking around or something? Oh, maybe not, maybe not sneaking around, you know, maybe, maybe somebody you haven't seen before that looks a little higher up, looks, looks like they got money. Can't say that I've seen anything like that lately. Oh, well, I appreciate your time. D thank you again. Yeah, no problem. No, uh, Quinn's going to walk back over to the group. I, I don't know what you guys got, but, uh, I heard something about a German Hoff, and he's connected to Ama. I think possibly, possibly, she didn't, she wasn't as forthcoming as uh, as she could have been. Oh, my guy didn't say anything about that. In fact, he he didn't seem to know a whole lot about anything. He 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 just he said that they they were kind of jerks to him. Uh, uh, the stonemasons were kind of thought they were above everybody else, and they thought that where they stayed, they thought that that place was beneath them as well they wanted to move somewhere else that's all my guy got yeah that's all my guy got too they are they too good and then plus my guy didn't know nothing about these guys you know they are a different shift and then they are a different social status or something so they don't talk much together Quinn what'd you get uh my guy pretty much said the same thing they thought they were better than everybody else you know didn't like where they were staying did anybody find out where they stay at all? No. No. I think uh, just general precipice quarters, so not too far away. Quinn's gonna make a society. Can society, would it be a society check? Yeah. For, for what? figuring out uh, the places nearby, like where they would stay, kind of thing. Yeah. There might be rumors of where where we you know where all the day laborers stay. I mean, <laughs> if it's anything mm -hmm. like Singapore. All of the itinerant workers get stuck in a big old building together. Yeah, I think a society check. That's a 27. Holy shit. <laughs> you know that that it's, it's sort of the same. The laborers are housed where they can be within the city. There's not, like there is a district within the precipice, or not a district. There's an area within the pre precipice quarter that houses uh, like hotels and inns and and that kind of thing, some of them nicer than others. And generally speaking, as many of the, the delegations from across the sea or outside of Absalom further out, house their people wherever they can in those hotels and in, in inns, that, that type of thing. But there wouldn't be 
one place that all the workers are sitting. Some would stay like right in uh, at the Radiant Festival in the places that they work. Others would have have nicer accommodations. It just depends on who they are. But yeah, but seeing how this was set up and no expense spared, blah blah blah. Alma should know about this. Yeah, Alma would. She would have been the one to set it up, right? Alma would know okay. where they were staying. Uh, Cal tackles Alma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cal, Cal asked her, and she said she didn't know. Yeah, she didn't so. know. She didn't know where they were staying. I don't think she, he asked that. Yeah, she yeah. said. Did you? I, I specifically, yeah, no, I specifically asked where yeah, they were staying. You said, yeah. I, oh, I you, almost like, well, I in fairness, I guess she wouldn't know exactly where they were staying. She would know who would know where they were staying. Well, she, she didn't offer that info. She, she said these not. guys knew. <laughs> she did not. She's now at All the right. Edgewatch headquarters, so so much for talking to her. I guess we got to go back to the base, boys. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit her with a blow dart. <laughs> you don't have you a don't blow dart have anymore. Give it to kid. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I think you can just throw him. I'm going to hit her with a gasarm. <laughs> so... Real talk. I, I look up into the sky and uh, and I say, and I see where the position of the sun is, and I, look, I say, you know, guys, I could do with a bite to eat. You know, we could uh, maybe get out of here, or maybe go back to headquarters and talk to Ama. As you look up at the sun, what position is it in? Because I'm <laughs> curious as to what time it is. It wouldn't be that late. You you got here very early morning. Like you were only in there for, you know an hour or so it wasn't very long so we're still looking at like late morning <laughs> noon like given that. the conversations you've had all that kind of stuff it might be noon so lunchtime that's it's a safe bet because yeah. Ago's always hungry so you know it's like a matter where the sun is really it's elevenses <laughs> yeah we can definitely go get something to eat what do you say uh we do a little uh door knocking on the way to uh to the wherever you want to eat we'll uh ask around see if anybody's seen Five stonemasons around here uh, try to figure out where they stay. I mean, they've got to have caused kind of a stir if they're walking around together, acting like they're better than everybody else. Oh, I just had a thought. Maybe we should have asked about their eye color. Did you notice the hostages had some crazy looking eyes? No, my guy had blue eyes. Oh, yeah, that's pretty standard. But <laughs> <laughs> That's not normal for you, you tall folk like that. I look at Ago and my eyes are just black. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now that this was a bad because, yeah, Cal's eyes are bright ruby red. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm saying it. I, it was just for flavor. People have like <laughs> weird eye colors. <laughs> it's a fantasy world. They can have violet colored eyes, red, orange eyes, orange eyes. I think we should gather information as we head back. Um, I'll, I'll say, uh, yeah, I know a couple of food stalls on the way. You know, we are, we are on the silver lawn here. We go stop by some uh, food stalls. We know that nobody stay near here. Maybe we they all stay over to somewhere over to the east somewhere. And for the listeners, gather information is actually a skill. It's uh, linked to our diplomacy, so we can actually roll to figure out how long it would take us to ask questions of people. And if we roll too low, we could just get wrong information or no information at all. So, yeah, that's what we'll do. Let's uh, roll some information gathering. I assume we can do this separately, or...? Yeah, you just have to tell me what exactly you're trying to gather information on so I can set a DC. And then you can all roll separately, that's fine. I think specifically we're just really kind of want to know where they're staying, right? Yeah, 
That's what I want to yeah. know. So, they, they, yeah, I'm going to, I want to ask anybody in the food stalls on the way there, because I figure these guys are going to be getting food someplace, right? So, um, ask at the food stalls if they ever serve any, any Minkayans and, you know, and if they happen to, to know where these folks, you know, where they live, they know anything about them. Cal got a 20. Frost got a 23. I got a 23 as well. Nice. 24. It is useful that you guys are able to gather information as agents of the Edgewatch. So over the course of, you know, half an hour or so, while you're maybe Ago grabs some meat on a stick or something like that. Oh, yeah, you know it. You're, you're grabbing some food, talking to local people. You know that people have seen, uh, ma- served many Minkayans. There are lots of Minkayans working at the Dragonfly Pagoda. That they're staying, again, in generally in the hotel district of the Precipice Quarter, which is not that far away from the Edgewatch headquarters uh, and the Tipsy Tengu and, and that kind of location. There are... They don't know specifically the name of the place, any of these people, but they can give you that the, that that would be generally the area that they think that most most of the laborers that they're aware of are living. So I guess we gather up again and exchange notes and talk about uh, what we found out. Hey, uh, where'd you get that meat on a stick? Oh, it's from the stall over there. Ulysses, he make the best meat on the stick. Uh, this, this here, this buffalo. <laughs> It's good stuff, and I and I hand it to him. Yeah, he uh, he tears one off the kebab, and oh, you definitely know how to gather information. Yeah. <laughs> this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ulysses. Yeah, he and me, we become good buddies now. Yeah. Uh, Frost has got some kind of parfait dessert, <laughs> just kind of eating it out of a, a small cup. Frost got a mick parfait. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Got some crumbled up granola in there. <laughs> I mean, I guess he could have gotten a frosty, but yeah, okay. Man, you know Quinn's got a pickle. Let's go see Amma. She knows everything. <laughs> yeah, let's head back to headquarters. On the way back, I'll, I'll pass off the information that I that I've got to the guys. Just basically, any anything else <laughs> <Not> happened? <a> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, where do you want to head from here? I'd like to head back to. Uh, we should head back to uh, headquarters. Uh, we've got to write this stuff up. But also, I think it's still time for us to talk to Amma. And also, I, I just thought of this. Maybe that kobold that went in there, maybe she know where they stay. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Would it make more sense for maybe just one of us to go back to headquarters and the others, you know, do some more door knocking? You know, we've got the general area now. Well, I tell you what, uh, maybe I head over to the hotel place where all the, all the laborers, they stay. And uh, maybe we just go visit some other places over there and uh, we find out where they stay. And uh, what about this uh, German Hoff? Maybe uh, maybe we find out where that guy is. Yeah, we definitely need to find out where that guy is. I, I agree. Uh, the fact that sh- uh, Ama seemed to kind of hide her involvement with him, that doesn't sign right to me. Yeah. Well, uh, anybody want to come with me? I've had enough politics for one day. I'll, I'll go with you. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good to me. I'll go to the Edgewatch. Quinn, you want to come with us, or you want to go back to Edgewatch? I'll head to Edgewatch. I want to see what this uh, Alma lady knows. This is where you drop the sound. It's, they're splitting the party. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me how to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, is there battle? <laughs> do you have a battle plan? <laughs> he already told us he did. 
Oh, well, that flew over <laughs> my head. <laughs> <laughs> Literally already told us. Dude, we just walk into a room with a bunch of ammo and med kits. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess as I walk along with Gwen, I'm like, well, those guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems less likely it's going to happen at the Edgewatch headquarters. All right, so we're splitting the party. We've got uh, Quinn and Cal heading off to Edgewatch headquarters. And Ago and Frost are heading off to the hotel in district to try to see what they can find out. Well, here we are. Episode 15. We made it. We're still putting stuff out and you're still listening. So I guess that means we're doing this together. So here's the thing. You're listening to us faff about in this sort of quasi-Victorian city. And you're thinking, wow. That's really cool, but I need my starship fix. Well, we're not going to deliver the starships, but I got a connection for you. Why don't you go check out these guys and gals called the Ruinous Fools over on Twitch and get your fix of starship combat, interplanetary shenanigans. Can't miss them. They're the only Ruinous Fools over there. Our guy Ryan has even been known to visit those parts. And they're the only ones playing Starfinder. That's right. It's Pathfinder in space! Go check them out! The Ruinous Fools! So, Cal and Quinn head on into the station. What are you, what are you looking to do? Hey, Shepard. Uh, I think you had some of our, uh, our people come in from from our run-in this morning. That was quite the crew you sent in there. Yeah, well, turns out we weren't quite done with them. Okay, the the kobolds are down and holding. You, you have questions for them? Yeah, we, we did a, a bit more information gathering and, uh, you know, found out possibly maybe not everybody was as forthcoming as they should have been the first go-around, so. All right, well... Like I said, the the kobolds are down in, in holding. You're welcome to, to head on down and ask them any questions you want. Yeah, what about uh, Alma? You've seen her. Ah, uh, Mizuomi. Yeah, she. Uh, I think she's up talking with Alo. Ah, good. I was afraid we'd missed her. Uh, Quinn, what do you want? Uh, kobolds or uh, Alma? I mean, you still want a tag team? I mean, I think we're I think we're good with the kobolds, right? Yeah, you're probably right. It's really just Amo we need to talk to. Yeah, she's 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 got all the answers that I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, all right. Shepard, thanks. We'll see you in a minute. Take care. Good job there. Sounds like you uh you saw another fun one today. It's just it's following us around, buddy, I'm telling you. We got some sort of juju. I think uh Pazgot was crying. Uh he, he's been looking for something exciting, he keeps saying. Uh, I tried to explain to him that what you went through probably wasn't all that exciting. We'll we'll uh, we'll touch base later. I'll, I'll get you to de- debrief. Cal gives a little salute. Heads up towards Ama. All right, so as you walk up the stairs, you see Allo at a desk. Lavarsis isn't in his office. You see uh, Allo at his, a desk outside of Lavarsis's office, and Skerix and... Ama are sitting there with the other kobolds sort of just against the wall. A couple of agents keeping an eye on the situation. Sergeant Alo. Yes. Good to see you. Good to see you, Cal. How you doing? 
Cal is uh, kind of in Fonzie mode. He feels like the big dog now. Like we've been through so much, and we—it seems like we've accomplished so much. He's just giving finger guns to everybody <laughs> as he walks by. You know? One goblin That's gets starstruck, and yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, Alma, I'm glad that we caught you. Turns out, I've got a few more questions for you. Okay. She looks at Hollow, and he just nods at her. Alma. The, uh, the name German Hoff ring any bells? And as you say that, her eyes widen a little bit and Olo's looks at you very, like, very sternly. But not, not like he's mad. He's just, like, really focused in on what you're saying. Um, yes, I, I know who this is. Everybody in Absalom knows who this is. Well, uh, what can you tell me about him? I haven't been in Absalom very long. I don't, I don't know everybody. She looks at Olo. I'm, I'm surprised he wouldn't have heard of of Mr. Hoff. And Olo looks back. Feel free to tell him all about all about Mr. Hoff. And he's sort of like just staring at Ama as she starts to tell you. He's a, a power broker. He he gets things done. He's how we obtained most of the labor that we use on on the Dragonfly Pagoda. So exactly what is a power broker? What would be his role in this? Is It's just acquiring labor or funding? What are we talking about? He won the bid to provide the local labor to to the pagoda. He he uh, he bid on it. He, he came in at the best price for for the empire. And we uh, we went with his his decision. He's he gets the job done. Uh, he does have a bit of a reputation. <laughs> I'd say he has a reputation. He's probably one of the most corrupt men in this city. Well, uh, well, Olo, uh, we work with what we've got. This is how how things get done around here. <clears throat> and he just looks at Quinn. Doesn't really seem like a whole lot's getting done, though. I I don't have to sit here and listen to this. Uh, we realize we're behind, but there's nothing illegal about hiring German Hoff to help get things done. No, we're not trying to offend you here. It's it's just we're trying to get to the bottom of, of these missing workers. And, you know, considering you are behind, I would think that you'd help facilitate this. I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't realize that this is what this was about. It, you just came in asking questions about th- these workers, and, and, I, and you didn't say anything, excuse me, about the workers. You just, you just started talking about German Hoff. Uh, I mean... He, he's the guy who who helped us get the cobalt laborers. He, he set up uh, housing for the uh, stonemasons. Uh, he, he would be the man who would know about them. I, you asked me if I knew where they lived when, when you left, and, and I, I did not. Uh, but German Hoff would know. Yeah, well, you kind of answered your own question there, uh, asking why we were asking about him. It's because we need to know where they live. And whoever set up the housing for them, we need to speak to them. Well, um, and she looks, she looks at Hollow. <laughs> That's going to be a little bit of a, a problem. You're not going to get a meeting with German Hoff. Does German Hoff operate out of the precipice quarter? He is uh, a labor broker, but no, he, he is not part of the precipice quarter. He, he provides some labor to the Precipice Quarter, but he is not uh, a member of the Precipice Quarter. I'm not sure that I'm playing this game correctly, 
uh, and that I'm not playing this game at all. I'm not interested in the politics. I'm not looking for a meeting, and Cal does the air quotes, with anybody. If there's somebody that we need to question, then they get questioned, and that's the way it works. There's no one here that's above the law. Maybe I can help. And Cal goes, huh! <laughs> <laughs> Skerix turns, and Alo and Ama both look at her. As, as Ama said, Jeremy was the man who set up our relationship, our business relationship. So I've been to uh, his House of the Plains in Eastgate, and uh, I know a back way in. Cal looks to Alo, and he's like, are we really dealing with backways now? We can't just go to this guy? You, ca- you can't just get an interview with German Hoff. He is one of the most powerful people in this city. He's notoriously difficult to pin down, and unless you have some probable cause uh, for why he needs to be interviewed, you won't get an interview by knocking on the front door. Cal is visibly exasperated by this. This He has no interest in these fucking political games, but... All right, Skerix. Tell us about this back way. There's a, a way in through the Undercity. And uh, we've when we met uh, with German, we we met through the this back door. He he uh, he meets with people that he doesn't necessarily want people to know he's meeting with. This is how he does it through the Undercity, and it just so happens that when we come up from the Darklands to to work, we move through the Undercity, so we know German. And uh, if you head into the Undercity. You, I can draw you a map. It probably would be easier. So you're saying you met him on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely on the dark web. <laughs> Skerix! <laughs> uh, yeah, a map would be incredibly useful. However, we would also need a reason to meet. Uh, I, uh, I assume if he knows it's the edge watch, that meeting's off, right? Any way you could help with that as well. What if we had some laborers? What, what, what do you mean, laborers? Dragonfly Pagoda, it's behind schedule. Oh yeah, so setting up a, basically an interview for Hygrin, is what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I, I think y- you misunderstood me. Meeting might be difficult, but you can get into the building through this entrance. And once you're in the building, maybe... And she, she kind of looks around. If they didn't know you were Edgewatch, they would speak with you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god, I tell you what, this is turning into just a crazy ordeal. Alo, you think you might assign Posgot to her or squad? <laughs> <laughs> Been looking for some adventure and it sounds like we're about to get it. Excuse me, uh, uh, let, let me uh, talk with my agents for a second. I'll, I'll be back in a moment, uh, Mizuomi and uh, Skerix. Excuse me. And he, he sort of gestures around the corner. And he walks over with you. <sighs> Jeremy is a, a slippery customer. He's very, very high on the list of people that the watches would like to pin down. But he's got a lot of protection in high places. And it's nearly impossible to get any sort of meeting with him. If you need information from him, I, I think maybe it's time we uh, we start thinking about sending you guys undercover. Undercover as what exactly? Well, where, 
Where are Ago and Frost at? They're doing good police work, let me tell you. They're definitely not at a meat stand. <laughs> <laughs> They're long dead by now. <laughs> so I can get a little bit of information, uh, a little bit more out of Skerex here. Maybe find out exactly how this, this works out. Get this map from her. Talk with Ama a little bit. And we don't want to push Ama too much. You know, I, I realize, Cal, you don't love the politics, but that's that's where I come in. That's where Lavarsis comes in. You don't have to deal with it. But we're thinking, maybe it's time for a visit to the wardrobe. <laughs> we're going to Narnia? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like, sparkle effects. And, like, cow spinning, and all of a sudden he's wearing a ball gown. <laughs> hey, if that's the way you want to dress to get in there, you go. But, so, let me tell you what I know. This is what Ama and probably Skerex won't tell you. He runs this place out of Eastgate. It's called the House of the Plains. It's like a bar, I guess. It, we, we haven't been able to get anyone in, in there. We hear stories, shenanigans, and important people, very important Absalomians, end up there. So knocking on the door won't get you in, but if we get you undercover, we visit the wardrobe, we dress you up uh, however you want to dress up, we can, uh, we can maybe get you guys in this way with Skerex. Like I said, I'll work out some of the details. But if we can get you in there, maybe you can can get to questioning. I, I assume that you need to question them something to do with the stonemasons. Yeah, yeah, we we kind of have an idea. We think we know what's going on a bit, but we definitely need confirmation. All right, well, let me work with them, figure this out. You shouldn't be this far from your partners for that long. Where are they exactly? You, you've made a joke about meat, but I, where are they headed? They're trying to pin down exactly where the stonemasons were staying. We've not been able to get anything concrete so far. We're looking at the local hotels, so they're probably just sitting around in a day spa right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I suggest you get back to them, maybe see what you can find there. But uh, if you're going to undercover the House of Plains, that's going to be a, a job you have to do at night. So I would suggest maybe uh, catching up with your the rest of your unit now getting some sleep and then we'll uh i'll work some some shift changes maybe get you guys to come in tomorrow night instead of tomorrow during the the regular day shift and and maybe uh we can send you off tomorrow night to to check out the house of the plains and cal is getting visibly excited like, <laughs> yeah. this sounds like an absolute adventure i will be able to send somebody with you if you want pa's got sending a goblin there will draw attention. It's going to be enough. I'm I'm sorry to say this, but it's going to you're going to draw enough attention. Ago is going to draw some attention there. Uh, Shoni are not very common in these parts and this is a place with a lot of high rollers and he will stand out. So, uh, having a Shoni and a goblin might be pushing our luck, but you guys talk amongst yourself. I'll see if I can get anybody and a to gnome. go with you. And a gnome. And a tall blue guy. And a very common-looking human. And a very common-looking <laughs> human. We're going to have to do some work in the wardrobe, but uh, but I think we can make it work. You know, Alo, actually, I've got an idea. Don't you worry about us standing out. I got that covered. All right. I, I don't think I want to ask. I'm going to head back, finish de- getting the information out of these guys. It looks like you did good work from what I'm, I'm hearing already. Uh, you were right to, to broker a deal. Ama is a... 
She may not seem it, but she's she's a, a very important person, and she can make our lives a little more difficult than we need them. So you, you did well. You you maneuvered that situation well, from what I'm hearing. Uh, I'd love to hear more about it later, but uh, you should get back to your unit for now. All right, heard. I turn and go. So as you're heading back out, we uh, we end up on the streets with Ago and Frost, and they're they're probably about a five minutes walk from the edge watch. Like the hotel quarter is quite close. Everything that's that's important is sort of around this area with the edge watch headquarters and the these hotels. A lot of this has been built up or refurbished as a result of the Radiant Festival. A lot of people are being housed in here. So you, as you move around, you see all kinds of hotels. You see the, the country in, the Stellar Dreams in, you know, the Candlelight in. It's got a little theme going there. The Dreaming Palace, the Weary Traveler, lots of hotels and inns and, and places that people can stay. And as you're moving into the area, Ago picks up a, a scent. Like, I don't know that he can place it right away, but he he does notice something, and it's it's drawn his attention. Hmm. So. Oh, okay. So what is that? What am I? What are we talking about? What kind of scent? So it's it's just it's like a memory in the back of your head. This is something that you recognize from maybe a few nights ago. It smells faintly of the dwarf that you were tracking that you lost the other night. I throw my hand out to halt Frost and I say, "Hey, Frost, hold up a second. Watch your arm, buddy. You're at a certain level where they throw that arm out. It, uh, it's a little dangerous. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh. And I pull my, my hand back from the approximate location of his groin, realizing that I have made a mistake. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry about that. I used a smaller guy. Yeah, like me and, me and Cal or whatever. I gotta say, you know that guy from the other night? The, the, the dwarf at the bar? Tipsy Tingle? Oh, I remember him. Yeah, well, here's something I have not been saying. But I've been tracking that guy, and I think I figured it out. Uh, I just pick up his scent again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I smell it right here. It's just the two of us, but hell, if you want to follow that scent, I'm with you. Well, maybe we just are. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, I, I kind of don't want to miss this guy. I've been, I've been tracking him for a while. But you know, we're supposed to be uh, talking to all these people to find out where these guys live. These the stonemason. I mean, we can kind of kill two birds with one stone here follow that sit and see uh we'll hit up some hotels on the way all right so I, i'm gonna bend down and try to figure out not only is there a scent but if there's some sort of tracks that i might recognize or anything like that i mean i don't know what's the what's the surface of the street like you know it would be like a cobblestone gravel type type street you wouldn't be able to see like footprints or anything like that Right, but I caught this guy's sense. So he must, he's got to be somewhat nearby. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and quickly, uh, I'm just going to designate him as my hunted prey. And, uh, and I'm going to roll to track the guy. It does seem faint, this scent. So it's not necessarily that he's been here within the last like five minutes or anything. It's just that you, you recognize that he's been here because you lost him at some point along that night. And you never ended up in this area, really. And you seem to have picked it up again. Um, so I want to try to figure out the direction of it, and ideally, if it's going in the same direction that we would want to be heading anyway, uh, deeper into the hotel quarter, that'd be awesome. But I'll, I'll roll and see. Pray. Uh, that is a 21. 
All right, so you can tell that it does move into this this district, the hotel area. I keep saying district, but it's it's an area really within the precipice quarter. And over the next few minutes, you you kind of you know see it go down to one hotel and then just kind of cuts out like you lose it as you get there and then you go to another same sort of thing and then finally it kind of draws you towards this this the country inn where the scent does seem to go in into this building well thank heavens for my shoney nose i see the frost <laughs> hey i think uh thanks for following me around man looks like it uh the the, the trail go into the, the country in there i'm glad we found him but do we have a precedent to arrest him still I don't know. There was something funny about him, though. You know, he just and uh, seems he seemed weird. So what I thought at that time was that uh, he a dangerous guy. You know, I want to keep an eye on him. I, I, I'll follow you, bud. Okay. Well, maybe we go inside the country inn and we ask him not only about the dwarf, but we we ask him about what we're supposed to be asking about, right? Whether they they know if the storm is in there. I'll follow your lead on this one. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're a good guy. Let's do it. So we'll make our way into the country inn uh, and see what we can see. It's a small place. It is decorated almost like a country inn. Like it looks like very like colorful in areas, uh, very loud. The the decor is not very matchy. Um, you've got like a nice hearth, stone hearth, uh, and a stairwell going up. And you can, it's still faint. The scent like it wasn't here just a few minutes ago, or even probably within the last. Uh, 10 hours, but it, it, there's just something there that's that's caught you. And you come to the desk where there's a gnome standing at the desk, and uh, he looks at you and, and says, Edgewatch, how you doing? Ah, very good. I'm doing pretty good. This, uh, my name is Argo Ishlada. Yeah, with the Edgewatch, but uh, and this fellow named here is uh, the Frost. And uh, do you mind if we got to ask you a couple questions? Yeah, sure. What can I do for you? He's got a big smile on his face. You don't mind? Uh, I've never been in here before. Uh, you, you got a name, sir? Do you don't mind? My name is Gordalar. 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 Good to name. Hey, uh, we, we're here tracking down some people that went missing the other night, and uh, we wonder if they stay with you. No worries if they do, but we're just uh, trying to figure out if they are, who, where they live. Do you know if any Minkai stay, stone missions, if they live here? Guys from Minkai. Do you have a warrant? No, I'm not, uh, not here to search. We're just here to find. They gone missing, you know? I was, I was just joking. Uh, no, uh, no Minkai are, are staying here with me. Uh, haven't haven't had any. I uh, see, see a lot of Minkai around. Uh, maybe staying with uh, one of the other inns, but uh, none of them have stayed here. Well, that's too bad. Uh, we're also looking for this other guy. He, uh, he a dwarf. Very tough looking. And I give them the description of the dwarf from the other night. Is he in trouble? No. Oh. And he looks, he looks a little crestfallen. What, you, you know this guy? Because we got the report that he was missing too. He, he, uh, he came in here the other night. He was drunk as a skunk. And uh, he was looking for lodging, but we were filled up. He, he was here with some of his friends, uh, I think a half-elf and a couple others. Uh, but we had to turn them away. They, they said they'd find lodging somewhere else, but they had been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know... That's how adventurers go, you know? I'm sorry, your name again was Gordalau? Gordalar. Gordalar, Gordalar with an R. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, like I say, I argo. So, uh, it's very good to meet you. Maybe we, uh, 
get to know each other a little better sometime else. But uh, my friend and I, we got to go now. We're still going to try to track these dogs. Yeah, no. You got any idea where some uh, Minkai guys stay? No, as as I said, seen a lot around, but uh, no idea where they're staying. Okay. Uh, too bad. I was hoping. If I hear anything, I'll let you know. Ago, you said your name was? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that would be very nice. And I turn to Frost, raise what go for my dog eyebrows, and say, hmm. Well, that was uh, interesting. Do you still smell them around here? I mean, I don't know. GM, do I? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't seem like the guy was lying to you. You you feel the scent like a little stronger at the at the desk, but even taking a step or two in, you can't. It the smell's gone, and you kind of have to move back to the door to pick it up again. Well, I back out on the street. I, when I get back out on the street, I'd like to take a look around. Do I see any people from Minkai out in the street? Uh, you would see some. Yeah, I, this is a fairly populous area. It's the the main hotel area for the Precipice Quarter, the Radiant Festival. There'd be lots of people. Uh, here and certainly some Minkai amongst them. Okay. Hey, uh, Frost, I got two ideas. Uh, well, I got three ideas, actually. First idea, uh, maybe we go talk to one of these people from Minkai. Maybe they know. Well, what's your other two ideas? The other two ideas, uh, yeah. So, uh, about this German Huff, I was thinking while I was talking with Godelar that uh, maybe my sister Lola, you know, she have to make lots of arrangements. Uh, and she had to also do lots of stuff with the, the merchant stalls. I wonder if she maybe deal with the, this German Hof guy, you know? Maybe I ask her later on. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason not to ask her later on. You know, I, I think we just keep, uh... I mean, do you, do you... Can you still track that scent to see if he went to other hotels? I mean, we just follow that scent from hotel to hotel and ask about him and ask about whether or not they had stonemasons... And then, yeah, just anybody we run on the street. Just ask everybody. There's no reason to limit ourselves. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do two birds with one stone. Yeah. So I start sniffing around and see if I can keep uh, tracking them. Okay, and as you're sniffing around, a couple, couple minutes go by. Sniffing around, you you are picking it up here, and then it fades, and then pick it up again, and it fades. It's, it, it looks like he's been moving around a lot in this area. And all of a sudden you hear, Oh my God! There they are. There's some agents. Get them. Get them quickly, quickly, please, please, please. Agents, 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 agents. And there's a woman running towards you, just yelling. She, She's like tearing towards you from one of the, the side streets. Oh. So Frost will meet her halfway and just run up to her. What, yeah, uh, I'll run with what, him. What seems to be the problem? I heard screams from my neighbor's house. I heard screams just a few minutes ago. And and we we knocked quickly at the door to see if anything was going on. My husband and I, uh, you can see him here. Uh, we And this this guy just sort of catches up with her. He's huffing and puffing. We th- we think something terrible has happened. We could hear strange noises and yelling and screaming and carrying on. It's, it's fine. And, it's fine. Just lead us. Lead the way. Lead the way. Yeah, we go with you now. And she starts moving back towards the direction she came. At this At this moment... Quinn and Cal are starting to head into this area so that they see the tail end of Ago, uh, no pun intended, uh, running off <laughs> into the... And and Frost running off with these two people. Ago, Ago, this might be one of the only times where blowing your signal whistle actually works. Quinn and Cal should be getting close. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you dipped in the area? And I pull the signal whistle out and I blow as hard as I possibly can. 
It somehow drives us away. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we've had a busy day. Go fuck these guys. This the dog whistle. You just want to call me out. It makes us go grab a beer. Put the fuck up. What the fuck? We can never get the fuck up with our own team. <laughs> we come running. We hear it. And like, yeah, you hear that? That's definitely that useless ass whistle that he keeps blowing. <laughs> Let's go. I thought only he could hear that. <laughs> As you're tearing off after them, you uh, move through the same hotel area that that they went through. And as you run, you can hear like people, commotions, all that kind of stuff. And just off, like well behind, at, you're running, you hear this like faint click, click, click. But you can't, there's too many people, you can't determine where it's from, and you're tearing off after these guys. Do you want to stop or do you want to keep going? What? This is Cal and uh, and Quinn that would be hearing this. I don't think we'd stop. Uh, yeah, we we definitely keep going, right, Quinn? Yeah, I mean, Algo seems like he's in trouble, so Quinn is gonna haul ass. <laughs> it's just this like weird sound. It's his sole purpose in life. It kind of, <laughs> it's his puppy. It, <laughs> it, it sounds like something you've heard before, but you're not sure. But yeah, they they look like they're in trouble, so you tear off after them, and. Up ahead, Frost and Ago arrive at the house that this woman is trying to get them to. And as Frost looks up, he realizes he's seen this house before. He saw this just before he woke up this morning. And we're going to leave it there. You say it was in my dream. I swear. I swear. <laughs> what son the of a bitch. fuck? Oh, fuck. The Ren and Roll Radio Show uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O dot com.